0: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refunds. Subscription auto-renews.
1: Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook?
0: (laughs) Yep, It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What?
2: Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of
1: here so I can game on that Chromebook.
0: Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook.
3: The Grade Cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing crickets at the grade level.
2: Boys! Get a few today, did you? To be honest with you, I, um, I hate grade cricket. <laughs> uh.
0: I went to do the play for a team call. Um, uh, Obviously, showering is always a big issue, a big issue for, for young kids coming into a senior cricket team. I think
3: like a win lead, a bit of advice. knife. Yeah. It's a little yeah. one I refer to the great cricketer here and I'll say, this will do a little bit early. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to the great cricketer podcast. On today's show, we are underway into the pandemic summer of 2020 2021 with Detail sponsorships, switch hit Smith runs, and Australia's pursuit of 400. As long as India can get their overs in before Boxing Day, there's safety, 40 degree days in November, Warner's injury and races against time. England are in South Africa and Bairstow's runs are breaking TDC hearts as Dawood Milan dismisses hometown runs after abdication. The the thunder of W W, w BBL champions. New Zealand are winning against the West Indies and Cam Green's height is confirmed. Mark War is on the show to discuss Group 1 bloodlines having great legs, teammates not being able to catch and keeping us here at TJC on time. Hashtag ask TJC involves hating nice people, being called big fella and my crickets name changes. This episode is brought to you by Budgie Smuggler. We can get all your Christmas gifts, your smugglers and all your accessories using the code CHAMP at checkout for free shipping. It's budgiesmuggler.com. And Manscaped, to offering yes. 20% off Your purchase using the code TGC at checkout. You can also check out Patreon, patreon.com forward slash grey cricket for more exclusive content every single week. My name is Ian Higgins and I'm joined by Sam Perry. Pezzy lad, good afternoon, good evening and good night to you. Welcome to the summer of 2021. Thank you very much, mate. Wonderful to be here. The first day of summer as well today.
2: Indeed it is. December 1. Indeed
0: it is you can't really feel it in the air in Melbourne because it's grey and raining. Rightfully Cheers. so. Uh, but we've just come, oh, we, we, well, I take you everywhere I go, you know, Pez, in my heart and in my mind, uh, from Sydney where it was uh, 8,000 degrees in November. Mm-hmm. So that's normal. What were you doing there? Uh, I just went to a wedding, had a hell of a time, let me tell you. Um, but uh, enough about that. <laughs> Pez, I got a question for you about uh, great cricket and seeing seeing well-known people succeed in great cricket. Let me yeah. tell you. So, you know, St Kilda this weekend just passed their top six. Included uh, Demarcus Boogie Harris, Nick Maddison, Pete Hanskin was playing for St Kilda as part of their top six. Uh, Chris Lynn hit twenty sixes for Toonball on his way to one hundred and fifty five or some shit. Uh, there was also a story during the week about Harry Wilson, the the, the current Wallaby, who scored a thirty five ton in thirty five ball ton in school cricket. So I want to know, like, do we, when we see these names, these recognisable names, succeeding in the in the relatable levels of cricket like we've played in the past, um, do we prefer to see them fail? Or do we like seeing them succeed? Well, without doubt, we prefer to see them fail. Um, yeah. It's always a
2: dark day for clubbies when professional cricketers perform on the club scene, or in Harry Wilson's case, professional athletes like you know i'm telling the listeners things they already know but for the sake of just amplifying it and consolidating it which is two things i like to do as you know he goes in my tattoos um and clubbies love to tell unsuspecting audiences and they are often very unsuspecting like your aunt at her 50th birthday or something like that (laughs) out of nowhere that uh you know, there's only an infinitesimal difference between club cricket and state cricket or professional cricket, yeah, you know? Uh, We're only a couple of scores away, et cetera, et cetera. We've mined this ground, uh, uh-huh. d- desperately so. Uh, and then someone like Chris Lynn comes in, and he's fucking retired yeah. from representative cricket. He comes in, he hits 154 or 55 rocks, yeah. 26ers. Yeah. Uh, it was not twos, to-, to be fair. <laughs> the, the You know, the pretense is devastatingly destroyed, Yeah. You know? <laughs> Mm. Now it seems like you know, with the proliferation of uh, social and digital media everywhere, it seems mm-hmm. like you know people are covering club, club cricket a little bit more across the uh, mm. the masters. I don't know if you've noticed that, but mm. it seems every day you wake up and someone is making a mockery of our treasured level. Yeah, you know, like like if it's not Leon, it's Tom Batten last year, just uh, mucking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in the backyard with yeah. eight year olds essentially, yeah. uh, and now you've got blokes from other sports. Mm. Showing promise. Now I looked at Harry Wilson's innings. Lot mm-hmm. a lot made of it over here, especially up in Sydney and Brisbane. You know the rugby union states. Yeah. And they had the footage of his thirty-five ball tum. Now, big, big body Harry Wilson oh, at the time, body. and he's and he's facing a couple of kids in year eight, I think. Yeah. 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 I, I think. I still got to get him. I see a few mechanics issues there. Do you? you know? Well, you know, as a, as a grade cricketer, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if it gone on the way. And yeah. And then the other one, and we, we can't talk about. This topic and other sports without mentioning the great code uh, of Aussie rules.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Last week, Zach Merritt, who plays for Essendon, mm. uh, owned the sports pages here in Melbourne for a day or two, as he, as is his want. Yes. Uh, because he hit 152 for Cobden last week in some fucking comp or other. Right. That's you actually know, the, the name of the comp. Well, the headline, you know, Brad, he played Bradman-like cover drives, you know, screamed yeah. the headlines from particular places. Well, as we know, Bradman had a shit technique, though. That's a good point. Kind of leaned back a bit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you could bend that front knee. Yeah. What if he bent that front knee? Also, he could have he he barely there? hit a six? That bloke. Yeah. So it's hard to know how to feel. St Kilda's top order there as well. Yeah, Harris, John O'Murlow, who plays for Victoria, is a right. contract. Mattinson three, Hanscom four, Adam Crossweight five. Crossweight's the only guy there who doesn't have a Victoria contract.
0: He got mm. the ton. The rest of them failed. Yeah. So
2: that makes me feel better. Well, the top four
0: failed. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, we sort of speak a lot about you know just how far away. You actually are when you're playing great cricket, mm. you know. Let alone if you're not playing first grade. And then you see these guys come in. You're just like, oh no, this is actually they're they're toying with us. Yeah, it's you know, it's like it's like people have got fuck you money. They, these guys have got fuck you skill. Mm. It's just like oh, you think you're a really good player? Like to be to play first grade, for instance, you like you have to be really good. That's a really good level of sport. It's not, it's not professional. Mm. That's that's a really nice level. And then but when Lin hits 150, kind like, of invalidates it's like, oh, it a little that's bit. Junk. Yeah, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine uh, over the weekend who's a swimming coach, and he um he actually used to coach uh, oh, I can say? He used to coach James Magnuson, right? And so he's um he's coaching at the moment, and he's got a couple of guys, and he was saying like um he's got a couple of guys who he's coaching them who are like top ten, and he's like oh, look they're probably not going to make the team I, I, if they listen to this podcast. I'm just breaking some news to yeah, you yeah. that your coach reckons you ain't going you ain't yeah. going to make it. Sorry about that. Um, but it, I was just thinking, like, these guys are top 10 swimmers in the country. And he's saying, like, well, to make the team, you've got to be top two. And I was like, do you know how fucking good you've got to be to be a swimmer, top 10 in the country? Yeah. And you're like, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you're just miles away. Yeah. You, you're not first, you're last. That's the thing in cricketer,
2: though, as well, isn't it? Like, it's not making the Australian 11, because you usually do a particular discipline. So, like, if you want to be a spinner, you've got to be the best spinner in yeah. the country. Yeah. You're, you're competing against other spinners. Anyway, yeah. fascinating stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Pez, what's happening on Patreon this week? Okay, well, we've made a decision in relation to Patreon. Least this we week. to live and die this way.
2: Uh, Loyal listeners to our Patreon will be aware, you know, that we run Ask TGSE Fridays and it's kind of uh, question after question of, of, of loyal listeners seeking some advice on what's going on with their cricket. It may mm. be social issues they've got. They may have emotional issues. They may have had dreams that they want interpreted. They may have had little mm. uh, incidents or episodes at their club or within their family that they'd like to be, you know, passed. And they often do. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, some of those stories are more famous than others. So what we, will, what we thought we'd do... This Thursday is unlock one of those stories just to give you know the the, the loyal listener of the uh, you know of the the main show mm. a little taste. Well, they want to be sure, want sure, what is, this? Be sure. What, is this? This what is this What is this? And it's always shit. said from the side of your mouth, yeah. fuck this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: more I said, so I to well, give you a little taste, little taste, a little taste. taste. If you fancy it, great. Please, please join us. It's just good. so if you just see that pop up in your feed on Thursday, give no, it it's not. It's not the Greg Chapel special interview. And thank you for your feedback on that, all, all, all the loyal listeners. Um, it's just going to be a little 10-minute number. Have a listen. If you like it, maybe jump on board. There's play more where that came from.
0: Patreon.com forward slash grey cricketer. Australian ODIs versus yeah. the Indian cricket team pairs in Australia. Fuck, we're the best team in the world again. Yeah, and,
2: you know, is that not the takeaway? There's been a lot of takeaways of what's happened with the Manti yeah, I've had a lot of takeaways. Yes, mm. indeed. Uh, but the takeaway is that we're really good. We're pushing 400, and... You know, we always have a, a close relationship with our top order. I mean, Australia's psychological safety is intimately connected to yep. how our batters are going. Okay. okay, and just have a look at the numbers next to the have game. a look at Finch, it. Finch, hundred and fifty. Warner, eighty, then sixty. Labuschagne didn't get a bat. They were going so mm. well in the first game. Then seventy. Smith, ton, ton, at a good clip.
1: What? We'll, we'll talk
2: about the clip later. Fuck, we'll talk about the clip. Yeah. Maxwell, fucking reverse sweeping everyone. Do what you like. Why well, do I don't want to say reverse dogging just then? <laughs> I reverse dogged him, didn't he? Doesn't make sense. But enough about but he, my off-season. But he was. Everyone got runs at all costs and times. So the safety is great. India, you know, very much looked like a team that had been in a hotel for two weeks. They did. Uh, they did. And fair play to them.
0: You Fuck know? me, I felt safe, Pez. It's 40 Five. degrees in November. There's a blowing wind, blowing absolute gale yep. at the SCG, Sam. Mm. 40 degrees, bushfires must be on the way. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we're home. Normal, a home gym. Normal it's service Normal service.
2: It's like why why are the lights on at the SCG when it's forty degrees? Shouldn't the sun be out? No, yeah. no, that's the smoke stuff. Smoke There's stuff. A bit of smoke coming a bit over. Bit of smoke I guess, a bit of fog over. And
0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Sydney. My God, I gotta tell you, now you know you know I'm a big Aaron Finch guy. You yeah, know I that do. about me? Yeah, I do. Fuck me, I felt so good when I was watching Aaron Finch bat in a cap and he's got a mow. Mm. Oh, I love seeing that. That's mm. a, that's a, that's a hark back to the '80s days. Maybe yeah. some early '90s stuff. Yeah. He's looking good. He's hitting boundaries. Opening partnerships of plus a hundred. Fucking hell! No,
2: that you know. We're good. In terms of the wickets, Cummins is in on the wickets again. Hazelwood knocking guys over. You yeah, know, yeah. Zamp
0: has now come into his own. He usually takes the most wickets. Mm. It's feeling really good. Mm. You know. Now I was on the internet, Sam, and I uh, yeah. saw. Uh, you know, you're aware of um. Fuck, what's his name? Simon, <laughs> uh, the analyst. What's his, uh, the UK Hughes. guy? He, thank you. Yes, yeah, Simon here. Sorry, Apologies, Simon. Yeah, listen to this, but and he, he did a tweet after the second idea and he said Australia now looking to challenge England Australia can now be competitive with England the words that effect. pretty sure Australia just beat England in England uh, during the pandemic but that's okay now some of the comments underneath that were like yeah but England been doing that for five years Australia's just catching up so we're getting to some 1966 World Cup territories I reckon but they've, oh. they've, they've won their World Cup and they're thinking we can just ease back on the haunches here but I'm thinking I've got to tell you I like Australia at home hitting 400 fuck
2: yeah well, but I, I mean, they
0: are the worst. Austra- I hit mean, four hundred in, in a straight. Okay, straight didn't hit four hundred, but they got
2: three eighty yeah. twice. If you reverse it, and we were playing a, a little bilateral series a couple of years after a World Cup, or a year or so after a World Cup, heading into some tests against India, we'd be paying no respect to these games in any way, Of course not, shape or form. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I paid more respect and attention to India's kit, which was fucking great. Now let's get onto the kit. Yeah, that's their best kit. And it's their best kit because I was seven. We were seven yeah. when they wore that kit in the 92 yeah. World Cup. Yeah. It's an um, imprinting thing. Look it up in yeah. uh, psychological sure journals. Babaka, fuck yeah. yeah. Get me yeah. a get me of oh, yeah. stuff. Bit of Java Gull. Oh, yes, please. Early days. Now, of Bit of Kapil Dev. Of the, oh, Late Kapil years. Dev. Now white you're feeling good, aren't you? Batten with a white lid. Yeah. Bit white. of Ravi Shastri. <laughs> Here we go. Please.
0: <laughs> normal blokes. <laughs> Two normal blokes. What do you do for work? <laughs> um, of the retro kits... Yeah. Australia's is ranked 14th, yeah, uh, behind Kenya, and that Indian—that's number one. Kit. Kenya does have a good kit. That's actually an unfair um, comparison. Uh, India, that's a great kit. Yeah, I'm looking forward Metales. to it. And you know, as long as they keep serving up some 400 plus chasers, then yeah. uh, I'm right behind it. Yeah. Uh, I've
2: say no more. I mean, just a, a, a categorical uh uncategorical. Sorry, love can't be categorised. Yeah.
0: Steve Smith scored two hundreds of 62 balls In in the space of three days He's pretty good Safety, worldy Now can we get worldly. into some Is he getting into some isolation terriers, uh, areas In terms of like the big boys so He could be the only big boy Look don't get me wrong Coley's still a Co- people Co- say Coley, Coley white ball, stick. When we talking about white balls I mean because Coley's still having the white
2: ball stuff And whatever I just want yeah. to look Here's the thing with Smith right A lot going on with Smith underneath you Now, people might listen to our show last week And be like oh look you know He's got very media crafted answers and whatnot You may say that Think mm. about the bloke's career. You mm. don't get selected as a as a leggy for your te- for your nation. Mm. Then become the world's best batsman without a bit going on underneath. Now we all know what happened with sandpaper. Oh, okay? well, I don't think we do. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> we, we do. Yeah. No, only three people knew that. That's, and a that's good the point. That's the view. Um, <laughs> yeah. But straight after sandpaper, we always had that sense he was going to compensate for the time out of the game, mm. and no one's ever seen the level of. Workers' compensation. Oh, that he was, my God, he awarded himself oh. with the ashes. Now he had a slip and a fall. You know, and then last year mm-hmm. he had a he had a so-so summer. So, mm-hmm. what are we looking at this year? He's going to extract a little bit more compensation. You can see it in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Now, thing I like about Smith, he mm-hmm. goes, is mm-hmm. like you know when Ponting made runs mm-hmm. beforehand, the last best since Bradman until the next one, mm-hmm. everything was easily understood. You know, everything was facial hair. Goatees, hairy forearms, mm-hmm. uh, tan on the forearms. Yeah, <laughs> every sh- every shot was from Bradman's art of cricket. <laughs> Never saw Ponting's elbows. Never seen <laughs> an elbow of Ponting. Um, Smith is in a fourth dimension that we don't understand. Interesting. This is the twenty twenty version. We don't get it. Mm. Um, you know, Smith will say this week, "I found my hands." Did you, mate? Mm. Did ya? Mm. What? I, I, okay, whatever that means. Mm. And then he then there's the clip. He does it off 62 rocks mm. twice in a row. How's like a that's clip that's on almost, that's almost, a clip on it. It's mm. almost Maxwell-esque. Mm-hmm. A couple of games ago, people were like, I'm not sure if he should be in the short form. So, all right, yeah. how, how's two tons of 62 rocks mm. in a row within mm. 48 hours of each other? Talking about Netflix and Chile, doesn't even know what that means. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking Smith's fourth dimension.
0: And of course, and of course, what has happened most recently will happen forever. It, it'll but just continue. So, but with Smith, it might. Yeah. It actually might. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: So, yeah. Well, uh, look, we can't go past this. You, you, you've had a few things to say about Glenn Maxwell. Uh, well, past. I know. And then the Maxwell, Maxwell
0: did what Maxwell does. W-
2: well, yeah. not what he does, but what he sometimes does.
0: No, well, I think he's – so, like, you know, Smith's innings, 162 balls. Right, I was thinking about this when I was watching the highlights because I was away for the weekend and actually mm. catch the games live. Oh, okay. um, but uh, I was thinking, like, you know, Smith's innings have as much won the game as, like, Maxwell comes in and just fucking – he just takes it away. Mm. Scores, what, what do you score? He scores 70, 80 or something of like f- of f- 15 balls or some mm. shit, you know. And it's like, well, then the game's gone then. You're not know, chasing 400 in the SCG. So it's like, but he's in He comes in then when it's like, that's, you know, we're trying to figure out how many balls Maxwell needs to face. And it's the perfect amount. It's mm. the perfect amount. Come in. Well, they promoted him in the
2: order, I think, twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and, Job done.
2: Yeah. Come in with about 60 rocks left. Yeah. 60 agates. Perfect.
0: Oh, you've got to feel sorry for Stoyness coming in that first game. He just gets that mm. first ball and everyone's scoring runs. That, mm. can, that seems to happen all the mm. time. There's just one bloke who gets the first ball, like, oh, yeah, a the first baller. Always a first baller as well. It's weird in mm. those massive run run scores. Mm. Massive run scores. Those massive run scores they've got. But Maxwell, fuck, he's good to watch. Uh, it's an absolute joy. You know, when he's doing the switch hits and he's hitting it clean. Does anyone hit clean a cleaner ball? No. Better than Lynn. Better than Chris Lynn.
2: And like he's not a he's not a levers person uh, in the official definition, as in the length of the arm and the bat. He's got a Ponting arm. he Ponting but, but the pace of the lever,
0: the pace of the lever, uh, the the
2: arc of it. Yeah. it's a it's a full swish. He's got wonderful lever pace.
1: Mm.
2: It's a big wield of the bat, mm. you know, and uh, everything is extended and fast and mm. level eyes and baseball. And he trusts his swing. Mm. It, it's another dimension. Mm. I like it. Mm. Uh, he
0: smiles. He enjoys the game, mm. Maxwell. Mm. It's all good. Loving all Enjoy that. it. And Ian Chappell's upset about doing the switch hit. He's saying that oh, should be outlawed.
2: I'm well, caught. someone someone uh, texted me the other day, or someone actually wrote into us and said, "What do uh, Ian Chappell's on ABC commentary now, okay. and it sounds good. I like hearing Ian Chappell's voice. I like what he's about. Mm-hmm. Same I'm, I'm, sure, like I'm, I'm sure he cares. <laughs> but um, and he apparently, you know, Jim Maxwell's obviously the doyen of ABC Grandstand. Yeah. But I think when Ian Chappell sat down with him the first time in many years, as far as I understand, he he addressed him as James. Maxwell, just to let him know. Wow, yeah, just to let him know. Yeah. And then someone else told me that apparently, and if anyone's got the clip of this, we're probably not even allowed to play it or whatever. But like the apparently, Chapel started blowing up at Jim Maxwell for a story about um, some bloke from Kent coming over to eastern suburbs, who were Jim Maxwell's president, mm. uh, who just recently hit two hundred and thirty-eight for Kent, um, coming over to east And east, started him in twos so he could earn <laughs> his stripes. <laughs>
0: Mate, yeah, finally got yeah, those yeah. flat decks over again. Exactly.
2: I could have got that story wrong, but it was something someone out for someone, and it was in a whole, whole Australia ring on. Now,
0: what's going on with India Pez? Because you know a couple of alarm bells here. You know, like Coley's oh, not; he's only playing one Test match. The bowlers, like Boomer, didn't bowl particularly well, which is weird because he's such a great death bowler as well. Went for like he went for eighty twice. All the bowlers
2: went for everything. But there, that's man.
0: true because even Stark went for runs as well, so it's hard to figure out. But then, like the fielding, I the I fielding have, I was f- <laughs> the fielding was fucking grim, City man. Yeah, from India. Well, the kids are looking good, but the hands weren't. Yeah. And they, they lost their hands. Oh, well, I
2: mean, the intelligent thing to do right now would be, after two games, to say that how those two games went, will they therefore be oh, I just a, think they looked for a the little bit, thing.
0: I think they looked a bit frightened, especially the batsmen. Mm. A little bit scared. Scaredy bats. You're
2: you bringing up the scaredy bats now? You know what after I'm doing. last year? Yeah. You know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: we know that Pajaro is the one that scares Australia for yeah. the tests. And where's he yeah. been? Yeah, yeah. where's it from? Can't, can't get off the team. square.
0: That's scared. Yeah, let <laughs> him get a game. <laughs> Pez, what if what if wickets are, you know, like we have, these are the two these are the two record breaking scores in ODI cricket in Australia. What if what if cuz there's no AFL games this year, no footy games basically been played during the winter, like what if wickets are good and cricket's good? Like you know, kind of leaning to the summer a bit like might not be that good. You know, Coley's going away. I've just said it again there. You know, crowds, ah, the pandemic, it's all a bit, feels feels strange. But what if wickets are just good and the cricket's amazing? And Mate, what if Australia as a nation produces a close match in cricket one day? In
2: Australia. In Australia. A test match that's close. The last one was 1993 the against yes. the West Indies. Yes. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot lot of Warner talk, a lot of like star player talk, and like that's what we like about it. It's like imagine if it's a really close series contested between team one and two on wickets that aren't completely affected by footy players.
0: Yeah. Well, it's something. Something could happen. Now, the big takeaway from the two games so far, the third ODI Pez is tomorrow. Mm. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, it's right. As we go to where? And – and Warner has done his groin. Yeah. And now it's a race against time. Yeah. He's going to play cricket for yeah. Australia in a test match. He's got, what, 17 days now? 16 days until – yeah, 16 days until the first test match, December 16th, I think it's in Adelaide. I think that's right. Shout out to uh, new
2: podcast, Cricket Etc. with uh, Pete Lawler and Gideon Hay. Mm-hmm. Uh, great cricket info on that. Um, Lawler, who's, you know, pretty close to the entire – to all the action, said yesterday his sources tell him that – Warner is 100% Buckley's chance of starting in that first test. There's lots of breakdown there. A couple of double negatives. Yeah. Uh, So... So you know that opens up the door for Pekoski, etc. Uh oh, look, you know we've we've talked about like a lot. There was so much drama around Warner's injury. How did he do it? Brett Lee was on comms saying yeah, it looks like he's torn the groin off the bone. Did You know how they were trying to work out was it? A, did he, Did he stretch it? Did he bang his knee? He reckons he banged his knee, Warner or something, and mm. that created the adductor injury. And right. then you know the whole vibe of it was like the cameras went downstairs and got him like uh, mm. leaving the scene. Mm. Um, it's a on the fa- It was, and but but one look, we. we a friend of the show got in touch with us and just pointed out, mm. if you just watch him leave, and go and look at this, listeners, but uh, when he was fielding, he was in a short-sleeve mm. Australian ODI kit, okay? <laughs> Fast forward a couple of minutes when he's racing off to the hospital. He jumps in the car. You see, oh, he's got Warner on the back. And the kid, oh, okay, he's just had to quickly get in the car. No, 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 he's got changed. He's like, oh, I'm a bit cold uh, on this day. What's he put on? His long-sleeve ODI kit. <laughs> And it was pointed out to us perhaps he was just putting on his Aussie kit just to ensure that the hospital staff were aware of who he was and who he was <laughs> yeah. around. But basically, he, he has chosen to, you know, after changing out of his playing kit, yeah. he's chosen to don Australian kit to go to the hospital, which
0: if I was him, I would do too. Mate, I'd be wearing it every day of the week if I had the chance. 100%. You know, it would be as well. Mm. Well, you know, hopefully – I mean, that actually almost kind of levels up the series a little bit, you know, in terms yeah. of like a, a, a home warner who averages, I think, 65 yeah. in Australia mm. – Eighteen hundreds in Australia, mm. fuck mm. me. That's hates a stick. Hates a stick in Australia. Fucking <laughs> hates a stick in Australia. That's so many hundreds, man. Yeah. Eighteen test yeah. hundreds. That's okay. heaps, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. You know, no Kohli, no Warner. I mean, yeah. we have still got Smith, Even but you out. know. So, but I just, well, I don't know. Just yeah. maybe, maybe... Pekoski's better than Warner. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, one of the great things that we have been confirmed, leaning up into this test series, Sam, is uh, Cam Green's height, though.
2: A lot of discussion about that. So, so it appears as though it is uh, now confirmed mm-hmm. that Cam Green, the big boy mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. is indeed two hundred centimeters on the dot. Now, I'm I'm still not sure. I still think there's discussion about it. I still think there's a lot of grainy grainy stuff mm-hmm. around Cam Green. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I still don't know how he walks. I don't know how he talks. Yeah. I don't know what his shots look like as I a know big how boy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of vague big boy stuff, again, without any confirmation of his height.
0: Yeah, his Instagram's uh, private. It's only like four photos. Right,
2: right. Yeah. Uh, y- you know, I don't know if he's thick <laughs> to match the, the height. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's still it's still grainy, like uh, a story, he goes. I was saying, oh, what's grainy? 1993, I'm aged eight. Okay. I'm in year three. How a are year you, four mate? teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, come, into school, come to school early, everyone, if you want to watch the soccer Roos against Argentina Fuck yeah! in the World Cup qualifier from Buenos Aires. Yes, please. Okay? Yes, please, sir. First leg had already been played. Yeah. 1-1. Uh, one, one. Okay. Correct. Uh, I believe. I can't remember who scored for Argentina, but Vidmar, Vid- Vidmar. hit back six yeah. minutes later. Yes, that's right. At the Sydney Football Stadium. And uh, yeah. they played at Buenos Aires. Now, yeah. an unfortunate result for Australia. to swings in a, a ball from the corner and uh, look officially goes down as their own goal, Alex Tobin. Wasn't he a player? Tobin, no, bad <laughs> Alex Tobin, No, yeah. He was too. Right, well, your point. Bad Stooder, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, like two Jesus. reasons. I'm, two reasons I'm saying this. One, R.I.P. Maradona. Of course, Maradona. Hmm. Fuck, Maradona oh, is what yeah. I meant to say. R.I.P. Maradona, and um, you know that footage, much like Cam
0: Green, was grainy and scary. Okay, and, and I just still think Green's grainy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's much uncertainty still, and also the announcement of 200 centimeters is a bit clean for me. Yeah, it what like is really it, exactly to round it up. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a round up job is it a round yeah. down. Uh indeed. Oh, I, think no, I think if you're that tall, you might round down. That might be one of the only things you ever round down. Well, let us know if you're that tall, how you like to do it. Uh <laughs> there's gonna be some
2: weird messages this week. <laughs> Maradona, yeah, I'll yeah. pay for that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just on green. <laughs> yeah, you will. Just on yeah, <laughs> Just on green. Uh, yes. so Stoinis got injured, as you know, he goes. And there was a there was then a discussion about, is it time now to bring in Cam Green or are we going to go with Moses Mm. or Sean Abbott? And uh, I think, you know, there's a big part of us that all wanted Cam Green for for the grainy big boy reasons. Yeah, Zapruder reasons. Um, But he has Zapruder reasons, but he has zero, you know, for Buenos Aires reasons. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) Buenos (laughs) Aires. Was it an own goal? Now, what was
0: scary, Buenos Aires or Montevideo when we played Uruguay? (sighs) Mm. Montevideo seemed terrifying Like fucking Stones mm. yeah, It's still, the still a Buenos Aires
2: Because Why? it was Argentina uh, Argentina Still level, of, level above Uruguay In terms of like Football standing Maradona's playing It's yeah, yeah. it's 12 years earlier So the production values Aren't as good either And like ah, I, I looked some point. footage This morning and, and like point. the crowd Was like nearly on top Of the they were Falling over in the stands It was okay. raucous Wild yes, stuff right. Yeah. Um, anyway And so yeah we were, Sorry I just lost Where I was at uh, For a second But like you know Cam Green doesn't really have like a lot of white ball pedigree or numbers as opposed to Moses. And I just want to make the point that. Or Sean Abbott. Moses was Cam Green before Cam Green was Cam Green. (laughs) That's true. Moses, it never really got more prodigal runs than Mm -hmm. Moses Enriquez. Mm -hmm. Uh, In many ways, we should be saying Cam Green is Moses Mark II, you know. Uh, Except the difference is that Moses is thick, Moses is strong, Um, Moses is. Even greater prodigal runs than Green. Moses yeah, yes. definitely bowled 140s. We have, you know, visual, like, you know, we can confirm that. Now he bowls off speed stuff and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you anyway, know, he had a good game. He didn't get much of a bat, but took a hanger to dismiss yeah. Coley
0: and Baldwell. He's also probably got the best salad in Australian cricket.
2: Mate, salad, chests mm. is, is, is the whole thing. And mm-hmm. I'm very pleased to see Moses, a uh, friend of the show, get a game. So
0: He was my age group. So therefore, mm. now I play for Australia. Yep. There you go. I dropped him once.
2: Yeah. Drop the catch.
0: Not a, I didn't even ah. punch him.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this a king a hit
0: stuff. Yeah, 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 I dropped him. Yeah, yeah coward punch. Um, Pez, uh, the WBBL has been yeah. completed uh, and the Thunder have won the WBBL. And once
2: again, he goes, the Stars capitulate. The Stars franchise capitulate mm. in the final. Mm. Now, is this – is this is now – Branching across mm. men's and women's cricket (WBBL). Firstly, the uh, the Thunder played really well. Ishmael month That was it. That was it. You yeah. Know? Now you th- uh,
0: you were talking about like, prodigry, uh, pro- mm. um, like was prodigy, the prodigy prodigy. I was prodigy prodigy stuff. Band. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um. You know, Phoebe Litchfield. Is she still twelve? 16. I think there are some younger 15 younger women who've come in. Like yeah. that's that makes me feel so safe because I just yeah. want I've said it before just like the the Australian the Australian, the Australian women's team just need to win forever. Never lose yeah. again. Just get a team of Elise Perry's basically yeah. just absolute guns. Keep pumping that money into the game so Australia never lose again in the women's cricket.
2: I'm worried about the stars he goes. Why?
0: Well, they
2: assemble, you know, eponymously Like they assemble their the a team true to its name, mm-hmm. you know, in both men's and women's cricket. Watch this game. Mm. Lanning won the toss. They've been chasing the entire time, mm. and Lanning chose to bat, probably just to say, "Look, we can do it both ways. Fair play." Ishmael ran through them. Um, so be it. But it just made me think. You know, I was watching Melbourne Stars, who are now—I uh, don't think we can deny this—but now kind of a tra- attracting an idea that they perhaps capitulate at the big moment. You know, our our good friend Zorby said he's got unfinished business there at the Stars. They've never mm-hmm. won a competition the men's, and now the women have fallen, have fallen over. They were the best team uh, all tournament. Mm. I couldn't help but you know, remember that we talked to Woodhill the week before that mm-hmm. and he sledged my North Sydney Bears top, which I'm wearing today. They were playing at North Sydney Oval. Mm-hmm. Nobody choked more in sports history than the North Sydney Bears. Mm. And I'm just wondering if Woodhill's uh, comments have come back to bite him there. And, in mm. fact, it's Trent's fault. <laughs> who gave a wonderful interview as they were just being towed up on Channel 7 as well during yeah. the game.
1: They on. said, do
2: you think you've made a mistake by not uh, bowling first? He's like, no, not really. They, yeah. they just had a really good bowler yeah. who just um, yeah. went through us and we've enjoyed the tournament. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, bet I wish
0: men's cricket talked more like that. Yeah. No, not really. They were just, they were just better. Yeah. yeah. All good. That's also, Yeah, that's also – no one's ever allowed to be better than you. Yeah. You're just like, no, we, we fucked up. We yeah. were shit today. Uh, there's one bowler, just too good. Yeah. Too good. hmm Hey uh, uh, yeah, England are in South Africa. Yep, Um, and they've had they've played two T20s. England won both of those. In the first T20, England did 183. They chased down South Africa's 179. Johnny Bairstow, not friend of the show, and perhaps will remain not friend of the show. Why do you say that? Well, he scored 86 of 48. Now Bairstow's been called up for the Test squad for Sri Lanka, and they're going they're going to Sri Lanka in in January, and that means that Bairstow is going to withdraw from the from the WBBL and the BBL. Is that uh, official
2: now? Or or it's yeah. reports are in? Uh, so that that's that's from
0: that's from Will McPherson, friend of the show and the Evening yeah. Standard. Um, so I believe that is gonna be the case that he will not And Willie is closely connected. So it doesn't look like he's gonna come to the big bash this year. And um, I don't know. Where We've
2: got it? other guests in the works, guys. I mean there's a there's a collective. We can keep asking for best, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ask him Danny, see if we get two <laughs> <laughs> blue ticks there again. Uh but, yeah, that, that, that's a, the dream has died there. But I keep thinking it's the Ashes next year and mm. perhaps that's the time for JB. You know, like they stay mm. at the hotel down the road.
0: Are England going to offer up, offer up players to the Grey Cricketer podcast? Depends how we behave ourselves, I presume. So, uh, Joff archer has been rested, uh, which I think is what's going to happen here. They're going to bring in Besto on the back of Archer being rested. So, okay. um, that's obviously oh. a like-for-like replacement there. Uh, so he belongs in the Test I mean he's a good bat James He's a man, good stick And good some of the chat Has been that Because um, because Bester Hasn't played since the Ashes So 2019 Didn't play Didn't play Test this year I think he averages uh, He averaged 44 in Sri Lanka Now England played Against Sri Lanka A couple of years ago And they beat him 3-0 That was just before The Ashes I believe right. 2018 Right um, And then the, They play against India as well So I think bester Has got a pretty good record Against spin I think pace Is where Bester Is struggling the Test And he gets bowled a lot you might you might recall from the uh, from the Test arena, best though. Anyway, maybe England needs a wanger specialist like India has. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got a wanger yeah. specialist. They got he a goes, guy who he's, he throws the wanger.
2: He can. Colleague says he can do it at one hundred and fifty five k's an hour. So What's the Ragavendra? I believe uh, is his name. Okay. He's. I think he's currently in quarantine. He, he got COVID for a second, so mm-hmm. he might be out of it. I'm sorry. I mean, in contrast, I learned that. In the same piece, I think. Mm-hmm. I think from Chris Barrett, if I'm correct, from Simon Herald, or it might have been Andrew Wu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, Ponting, Ricky Ponting's been throwing balls to Steve Smith mm-hmm. and finding it really difficult. I think he might use the wanger or not. And he says his arm's about to fall off. Mm. Now, I just, you know, in, in contrast to Raghavendra, that's a very interesting development in the uh, best since Bradman alpha hierarchies. What which do you is, mean? Well, one best since Bradman, Ponting throwing balls that are about to, you know, throw his arm off mm-hmm. to the next best in Bradman, Steve Smith. Oh right, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, he's sac- he sacrificing himself for I the know. greater good. I don't know, just uh, something to think about. Something. Oh, you're
0: saying no that Ponting should be careful because he's gonna he's gonna usurp Ponting's well, Sm- legacy. Smith's just saying can you can I just have you know just ten more, ten and more famously just wants a million balls thrown at him. Yeah. So endless. And the point of the wanger is that it, it relieves some stress on the arm. And he can you can uh you can get it to go a bit quicker too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now a one fifty five, I mean, is it really? I, mean, I suppose Coley says
2: it goes so quick that he actually feels like he's got more time when bowlers bowl at him than nets. Okay, so it probably is pretty, handful. Yeah, pretty helpful.
0: Yeah, Coley have a clue. Yeah, looking <laughs> forward to seeing Coley have a net. Uh, if anyone's any any, any uh, footage of that, uh, and the second T twenty Pez, uh, England chase one forty seven. Um, with one ball to spare, Dawid Milan, obviously South African born, uh, hit fifty five in that chase, but really worked well with Owen Morgan. He said the local knowledge, because he was playing his home ground there, were actually debuted in, uh, for in South African uh, pr- uh, provincial cricket all those years ago. He said uh, that the local knowledge was zero help to his innings. Mm. Um, so, which would probably make sense. One of the best T Twenty bats in
2: the world. Though, now he's going. I he's playing
0: for the Hurricanes. He's signed yeah. for the Hurricanes.
2: One of the best in the world. Yeah, I, I've um. I could be wrong about this. But I feel like I've heard around the traps that
0: mm. uh, although he's
2: ranked so highly as a T20 batsman, he's not always favoured in the England side, yeah, particularly yeah. by the
0: skipper. Now, he played um, really well in that Australian series in, in yeah, England as well.
2: Th- that's right. Mm. Uh, so so against that backdrop, I thought it was interesting that I- if there is any kind of uh, iciness between Morgan and Milan, mm. which is just pure speculation on my part, Love it may that. not even be true and, and, and certainly not no, enjoy let's it. It. Yeah, let's, let's go with, with it. it. Yep. He he said after his innings overnight uh, that he loves batting with Owen Morgan and I think the quote was his weaknesses are my strengths and vice versa. I thought mm. hmm, that's an that's an interesting mm. turn of phrase. Mm. Taubling, uh, yeah. <laughs> You say that about your skipper, he's drawing at the side of your weaknesses. He's so you just your weaknesses yeah. are my strengths <laughs> and, and vice versa. And my strengths is you know, his strengths are my weaknesses yeah. and stuff. But so how this, long was the
0: pause in between exa- exactly? The two. How much yeah, time was
2: given to the first yeah. one or the second one? I mean, I, yeah. I guess I have to see the footage, yeah. But
0: uh, interesting, interesting stuff, interesting something interesting. to keep an eye on. Something to keep an eye on <laughs> <laughs> now. You said before about uh, what's what's the wanger guy's name? Uh, Ragavendra. Uh, um, I'm Ragavendra, he got I've, he picked up Covid. He picked it up. He picked up a bit of COVID. <laughs> well, I saw it because um, Pakistan are going to New Zealand, playing a bit of cricket over there. And uh, six, of, six of that, um, six of the Pakistan side have picked up COVID. And, oh, okay. th- and this is also, so New Zealand are playing the West Indies at the moment in the T20 and ODI yeah. series. And at the beginning of that, the West Indies weren't allowed to train because about half the squad um, broke quarantine yeah. rules. Yeah. And then so anyway, since then New Zealand, are, uh, they're, playing the, they're playing the third T20 as we record. But uh, New Zealand are 2-0 up in that series. Glenn Phillips hit a 51-ball 100 in one of those matches. He got 146 balls. Um, New Zealand fucking good at home. I mean, we got to keep in mind New Zealand just toweled up India as well in Test matches. Although India did win the uh, the short form stuff.
2: There, they so. play really good cricket. Positive uh, bunch of guys, and you know, Colin uh, CDG, if you are listening, <laughs> let's do it, brother. Let's get it going,
0: Pez. Before we uh, we introduce our our guest to the show, Mark Junior Wall. Uh, one thing I want to see what has popped up is uh, Jared Aboo, the umpire, senior mm. umpire. Who's Jared Abou, Pez? Oh, yeah,
2: he's he's umpired nine internationals, mm-hmm. uh, an Australian guy. He's You've on, seen he's on the, the Big Bash circuit. He's on the Cricket Australia's panel of umpires. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he was fined for poor behaviour at his son's under-13s game. Yeah. This was reported by Andrew Wu in, in the Tonk, um, Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, $5,000 for questioning his son's dismissal in an under-13s match. Yeah. Uh, he's he's on Cricket Australia's panel of umpires, officially had nine internationals. He challenged a run-out decision, which sent his son packing on 98. 98. Uh, earlier this month. Now, let's get a few things right. It was a final ball of the innings, and I understand f- through the article that there was conjecture over whether the ball was dead or not. So I think it might have. Look, I'm just like trying to put a few things together, but perhaps, yeah. perhaps perhaps, his son thought the innings was over. So his son was not out on 98. There's no more runs to be completed or right. anything. So it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't, kind of, denied, he wasn't 100. denied 100 mm. by no. this decision, but it may have just left his crease to walk off, and then they've, you know, taken the stumps. And I yeah. think. Uh, I think a bird's gone up to the coach. I'm just, again, reading between the lines of the, the, um, the yeah. article, gone up to the coach and said you've got to withdraw the appeal or something. And um, it, it, he'd acted in an intimidatory manner to their coach and questions the coach's sportsmanship in, in condoning the appeal. Now, look, you know, I'm going to come down the the side of this. He goes, I think it's PC gone mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we talk about rites of passages for sons. In the backyard. (laughs) Yeah, we do. What about rites of passages for fathers? Every father should get one shot at giving it to people for, you know,
0: disadvantaging their offspring, their progeny. I don't have any children, Sam, but I would find it very hard to, like if your son has been wronged in front of you, how do you not, like – you, when you're play boy Kill cricket. someone Yeah I think you get one You get to take you one get
2: life He doesn't get
0: one <laughs> Well don't forget This was a rep match
2: Yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> this, was reps. A, this wasn't clubby stuff nah, Fucking reps Just Yeah he Local ground Yeah A boot's got his this, Cricket this Australia was, stuff on This was metropolitan region This is suburb versus <laughs> suburb yeah. You know Yeah mate uh, versus mate Yeah <laughs> Uh yeah, well, I think he apologized and everything. I don't know. My my sons aren't old enough for me to experience that. I suppose there's been a bit of playground stuff in the past. i remember one of those guys who goes on about their own kids, but you, yeah, you do see so your son might be wronged, or a kid like yeah. throws some tan bark at your son or something. Yeah, like, hm, what's going yeah, on here? Yeah. the parent? Anything? Yeah. Anything doing? Anyway, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Greg Cricket will have kept me in great stead for that. Oh even yeah, when there's a flashpoint. Real level head, Yeah, bro. Why do you talk out of your mouth? These people say. <laughs> don't know. I've
0: blacked out. <laughs> Come on, boys, work out here. Um, there's Mark War is on the show, and of course, this for the interview is sponsored by our very good friends Ponting Wines. Indeed, We've, we we can only introduce the Mark War interview via yes. letting you know about
2: Ponting Wines. Few things want to say about Ponting Wines. Firstly, yes. sampled a couple of them last. Hell week. of a drop, it seems. Mate, it is a good drop. Oh, yeah. The Cab Sav and the Shiraz. I should yeah. probably know what they're actually named there because they do have their own names, but I don't remember. <laughs> but I sampled two bottles with my dear friend, yeah, uh, Tim, and uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, pardon me. yeah. Right. Um. And might I say, good, good drop. Now, of course, I would say that. Yeah, you would say on the show. That, yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, look, I don't know what it retails out as a solo, but it's certainly outside my price range. You know, when I'm when I'm taking a bottle of wine home. Yeah. Right. It's a it's a good clean drop. Yeah. Uh, on both sides, yeah. uh, both sides on the Shiraz and the cab sauv. Yeah. Uh, so I'm talking that up now. We said last week we have got offer codes for people, and we do. Yeah. Okay. You buy yourself, ladies and gentlemen, you buy yourself a case of ponting wines. <laughs> And use the offer code GETAFEW at <laughs> checkout. and You're going to get yourself 10% off that case. Yeah. Using that code GETAFEW, a few, and uh, 10% off case of Ponting whites Now, here's Mark Waugh. He goes, as ever, some numbers to begin with. Please. And this guy who's on the other end, he doesn't realise that we start with the numbers, but we know cricketers are defined by the numbers, so here's some. That's right. Okay. Uh, 128 tests. 8,029 runs, high score of 153, not out, average 41.81, 20 tonnes, 47 50s, 181 catches. <laughs> 244 ODIs, 8,500 runs, high score of 173, average of 39.35, let's call that 40 odd. Yes. Uh, 18 tonnes, 50 50s, 108 catches. 368 first class games, 26,855 runs, high score of 229, not out, average of 52.04, 81 tonnes, 133 50s. Uh, this is a solid <laughs> moment for TGC. He goes, uh, we're, we're just monks professing our monastic vows at the feet of this V-100 Schlesinger-wielding <laughs> god. Uh, today we talk to the icon of elegance, the totemic symbol of looking good, the batting Picasso of our time. Uh, how important was he to Australian children of the 90s? He goes, well, 30 years after he modelled it, I just gave my two-year-old son a Mark War haircut from 1990. That's how much <laughs> he meant to us. Um, In the annals of TGC pleasures, are, it, it's a, it's my deepest pleasure to welcome to the show Australia, New South Wales Essex and Bankstown legend to the show, ME War Junior. Welcome to the great cricketer.
3: G'day guys, that's that's the best introduction I've ever had in, in any shape or form. So yeah, good to be with you. <laughs> Thank good you. Good <laughs> can,
2: can can we call you Junior or
3: June for this chat? You yeah, know, Junior's fine. I don't Definitely. don't. But Junior's good, mate. We'll go with Junior. Okay, we'll leave Junior. All right. (laughs) Even though I'm a senior these days.
2: (laughs) Uh, Junior, this is a show that, you know, tries to make sense of the global cricketing world through Australian grade cricket. So let's start there. You know, can you take us into Sydney grade cricket in the 80s and 90s? How did you get your start and and what do you remember about it?
3: Well, I um, obviously grew up in the Bankstown area and um, Bankstown was the the logical club to go to. At that time, my uncle... um, so, Dion Bourne, he is a legend at Bankstown Cricket Club, and he sort of got us into cricket at Bankstown, played Green Shield, and then um, then eventually got a call-up to play grey cricket. My first grey game was actually in fourth grade, so I bypassed fifth grade. This <laughs> didn't exist. I, hmm. Somehow, I just went straight to fourth grade, and um, my fourth, fourth grade game, I think it was a punch ball oval against Fairfield. I got about 20 runs, I think, um, and I was only... Well, fifteen years of age, I think fourteen or fifteen, playing fourth grade. So that was my first uh, introduction to grade cricket with Bankstown, who are a great club, of course. You know, we had a lot of great players and a bit of history there, and and some great facilities, punchball oval, the lower grade ground, and then of course Bankstown was the, the top grade ground. But that was my first game in fourth grade. Mm. An important question that great
2: cricketers will recognise about sort of dressing room culture here, Junior. So I take this from Mark Gately's war-declared book uh, published in 92, and I'll just read this passage. He goes, but just because the Twins were playing with the big boys didn't mean they were ready emotionally. A number of teammates have said that Mark was too shy to shower with the older boys after the day's play had finished. We thought he had wooden legs, said teammate and close mate Andy Duvall I don't think we ever saw them he always had tracksuit pants on and another teammate and punting partner Bill York said that Mark claimed he didn't shower because he didn't sweat now Junior like this isn't a stitch up um it's more an opportunity to set the record straight because a lot of young chaps will be very pleased to hear that even the great Mark Wall was a reluctant tubber Mm. early on um how did you manage that and did you grow out of it Mm.
3: Yeah, that was early on. I, I did I did eventually shower. Yeah, that was, but I didn't sweat much. I must admit, maybe just going enough runs to sweat, but um wooden legs. I don't know about that one either. I actually weight my legs quite highly, but um, maybe I was going maybe I was going through a growth stage or something. You know, Mid teens, which I wasn't happy with my, my legs, but eventually I think they they turned out all right. So I mean, yeah, there's a couple of myths there, but we'll, we'll go with what the boy's saying and. Um, but I must admit, when you're 14 or 15 and you're playing with grown men, it's a bit intimidating, yeah, isn't yeah, it? I you know, t- big, yeah. big, big moustaches and hairy legs and goodness mm-hmm. knows what else. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, you've got to imagine, you know, being a, a shy sort of 14 or 15-year-old, it's a, a bit of a wake-up call, I must admit.
0: Maybe that's why you were so good off the legs, because you're protecting your main asset. I mean, that's <laughs> like, could, 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 well, could well have been. I want to just go into, like, sort of, my, just uh, – obviously the family had huge success with, obviously, yourself and Steve. Um, But just going through the family history, I went through Ancestry.com apparently to to find this, but like, I mean, your grandfather Mm. played rugby league for New South Wales country. Uh, Your dad was ranked eighth in Australia as a junior tennis player. Your mum won a state singles title as a junior, also in tennis. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. you said before Dion Bourne, your uncle there had the, at one point had the most runs ever for Bankstown. It's has like over 8,000 mm-hmm. runs in first grade. You, yourself were the youngest players ever be picked in New South Wales primary school soccer side. You and Steve played for Sydney, Croatia, uh, about mm-hmm. the age of 16. You captained New South Wales schoolboys in cricket and tennis. And now your nephew, of course, has played for Australians in the 19th. I mean, how's the bloodline? Mm-hmm. Like, is anyone not good at sport? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd rather
3: play for you as well. So, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, in horse racing terms, it's sort of, uh, reduced choice and sensible. Uh, stallion type bloodlines Yeah it's, um, That's unbelievable You know the group Group one um, Bloodlines I guess But um, Yeah And no, I was just lucky that Obviously mum and dad Were Tremendous sportsmen And encouraged us And uncle Dion That's probably where The cricket comes in The family um, Obviously dad didn't Play cricket But uncle Dion Was a mm. Fantastic player And the leading run Score there for Bankstown And the first grade Captain for a lot of years So Mind you We probably played Play a few more shots Than uncle Dion He just had the one shot The pull shot So um, but yeah, there's there's good bloodlines there and I think, um, you know, we just grew up playing all sports, you know, whether it be tennis, soccer, cricket, um mm. they all just moulded into one really. Mm. Um so well, eventually I suppose we had the choice, myself and Stephen, when I say we, myself and Stephen were pretty good at soccer mm. and there was a bit of a, a, a fork in the road whether we play soccer or concentrate on cricket, you know, when we got to sort of the late teens. Um thankfully
0: we went uh, the cricket way mm. uh, how talented were your brothers danny and dean because i mean sometimes you see, like for instance um, i believe dave warner's brother steve warner was considered like the talented one inverted commas of the family but obviously then <laughs> david's sort of gone on to do great things i mean obviously um you know dead and i mean all all the wall boys mm. have captained first grade at bankstown so they're, yep. all, they're all pretty handy um, but i mean yep. was there any discernible difference in talent levels between any of the four of you
3: Oh no! I thought no. We all had great talent, and mm. they always say the younger ones are the best ones. You know, coming through, mm. they always said mm. that. But um, no, Dean and Danny were both fine players in their own right. I mean, what's the odds of four brothers in one family playing for Australia? It's pretty thin odds. Uh, I suppose the odds were stacked against Dean and Danny. Once me and Stephen had played for Australia, I mean, obviously it was the Chapel brothers, the three brothers. But yeah. um, look, Dean played uh, some first-class cricket, and you know he's a, he's a big, strong hitter of the ball, and great fieldsman, and Danny uh, had the talent as well. Um, you know, he, a captain first grade, he was an excellent batsman and all around us, sort of great fieldsmen as well, um, just didn't quite get the, the chances to, to go all the way, but um, you know, they ended up doing other jobs, but you know, their level of cricket um, was pretty good, you know, they were definitely good enough to be, be first class cricketers, and mm-hmm. Yeah, they had the skills and just didn't didn't the brakes didn't fall their way. Really,
2: mm. they're always going to have Group One bloodlines as well. So, um, <laughs> I just want to ask yeah, you, pretty- uh, Mark, about yeah. uh, your just your time playing league cricket in England because I think it helped him inform your approach to cricketers. So you tell, tell a story a long time ago about young Aussie kids playing league cricket, sort of getting stitched up, you know, yeah. hazed by the wily English clubmen. They'd, they'd call and say you were playing when you weren't or vice versa and you, <laughs> but you got off lightly. You go on to say if they don't like someone, they strip them, take them out to the nursery ground at Lord's there, stake them out uh-huh. the ground with nothing on. They then get this bucket and put whatever they want in it, spit, urine, water, grass, food, anything, and they throw it all yeah. over you. Then they paint you white with shoe cleaner oh as well. God. God. as far as cricket was concerned it didn't teach me much at all but it did teach me not to trust anyone
3: <laughs> <laughs> well that that was when I was awarded an SA scholarship um, by cricket Australia I, I had to, um, the lucky um, bit to go to MCC so I, I was an MCC young professional there for about three or four months uh, on a scholarship I actually played league cricket in the Bolton League up north in a different another different season but that year, I was at MCC. I actually did get stitched up. I didn't get all that treatment you just spoke about, but I got told I was going to meet the Queen during the test match. Um, England were playing. I'm not sure who, but the Queen obviously was going to the test match, and I got told that I I was going to meet her in the tea break. Um, So I got all dressed up, um, a big jacket on and my whites on, but it was all a stitch-up. No, I never got to meet the Queen. So they stitched me up in that way, but... um, yeah, look, I, I learned some things while I was at MCC. I actually bowled to the to the old members, and I did um, the covers duty during test matches and and, um, and county cricket games where you have to range, have to go and put the covers on the ground. So that was all part of my scholarship at um, MCC. I didn't learn much about cricket because I was the teams we were playing against. I was you know I was sort of more advanced than them, so. But anyway, it was all fun and part of the learning curve. When you went over to to England Junior, um, you, played that, you
0: played in that Bolton League. Apparently, you scored 1,460 runs and took 75 wickets. Um, <laughs> i got two questions. Um, first of all, well, we spoke to Sir Curly Ambrose recently and he didn't remember the, the club's name that he took 115 wickets at <laughs> where the team finished fifth in the league. So, two questions. Do you remember the name of the, uh, the, name yes. of the club and uh, how did that team go when you got 1,400 runs and 75 poles?
3: Well, the name of the club was Edgerton. I think we ran... Pretty much close to to the bottom. I should have had 175 wickets because they couldn't catch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was bowling like I was quite had a bit of bit of pace about me in those days. Yeah, they the yeah. the backstop, the keeper, and the slips just couldn't catch. So it cost me 100 wickets. Um, so I should have had 175. But um, yeah, look, I remember just. I'd, I'd bowl it was 50 over games, I think, in those days. So I'd just basically bowl 25 overs straight from one end, and then I'd go out and bat and score a lot of runs. So uh, I, I remember the ground had a huge slope on it mm-hmm. while I played at Edgerton uh, in the bowling league. And there was a lot of good professionals in that league, actually. A lot of the Indians and West Indians played. Bill um, Vensarka, Shet and Sharma, they were both mm-hmm. pros. And there was a lot of West Indians, sort of second-tier West Indian cricketers who were... Pretty good players. There's a few Aussies as well, like Rod Tucker and um, those sorts of guys. So, yeah, look, I, I remember it fondly. Um, but they, they worked. Geez, I worked out. I, I was six foot when I went over, and about five foot four when I returned. You know all the work <laughs> I did on the field. But um, but it was a
0: good it was a good learning curve. Good learning curve. Is it true as well that the captain of that team was a dentist, and he was so impressed with your season yeah. that he gave you free treatment? Is that true? Yeah.
3: He gave me um, my front teeth because um, I had caps on because I knocked them out when I was a youngster. But, and I so had caps in my front teeth. And he said, "If you score a thousand runs," he said, "I'll oh, give you, get, you know, two crowns for nothing in my front teeth." And he did. Yeah, yeah. He must be looking after half the Australian team because they've got a bit of yeah. work done. Civil, <laughs> Steve Smith. Yeah. His name was Moss too. I remember his surname Moss. I can't remember his first. Phil might have been. Uh, might have been Phil Moss. Yeah. Anyway. That's good. He got me into the choppers which is good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, that <laughs> there's a lovely anecdote as we move on to your, to your test career, Junior, um, From on your hundred on, uh, for your 100 on debut versus England 91. So your dad, Roger, um, wasn't able to make it due to work commitments, but he says, uh, I remember listening at the shop and being a nervous wreck. I shut the shop early and he got his 100 just before 6 o'clock. It was great. Never in my wildest dreams did I think he'd bat so beautifully first up. It was an unbelievable innings, really. Uh, we talk about dads a lot on the show, Junior. It must have been a wonderful thing to um, hear that from your dad. But it's funny because he, he goes on to say he gets more cheesed off with criticism of his boys and he's not even playing the game, and I found that interesting <laughs> because last year we heard a story about your brother Stephen watching his son and your nephew Austin play against North Sydney mm. in second grade Austin's mm. in a back and forth with a player and Steve starts walking around the boundary sledging this North player too and <laughs> uh, so we asked Steve about it, he said yeah I was just giving him some advice mm. um, so just as Austin's uncle do, do you get out to watch him
3: play much and would you do the same? Oh, I haven't I haven't seen Austin play much to be honest because uh, I live out the Central Coast but uh, he's, he's a pretty talented player but Going back to Dad, Dad used to have the news agent. obviously, and he, he never used to like uh, the Australian newspaper, the, the journalists who wrote for them. He regularly used to bag me and Stephen a lot, so he used to put those newspapers at the back of the shop and not sell them. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: the Australian newspapers weren't selling for a at of uh, the, the news agent. but Dad, Dad used to think he was a jinx, actually. Like, if he come to the ground to watch us, even club cricket, he'd sort of sneak in and hide or, you know... He, he really thought, you know, he'd bring bad luck to us, but...
1: Where did uh, he find? He
3: did, little, oh, beyond the toilet or something, <laughs> I don't know, down the... But he um, <laughs> he actually came on an Ashes tour to watch us, um, and that sort of broke the jinx, because he came to the edge bastion test, and I was lucky enough to get 100... And 60 uh, in that game, so that sort of broke the jinx and he was, he was at the ground watching, So, but he always used to get obviously very nervous, um, but you got two chances, wouldn't you? If I got a duck then, Steve have a chance That's of getting some run, so <laughs> a you, know, you, got, you yeah. got two for the price of one, but um, yeah, he loved his cricket and he was very passionate about it, and used to get a bit upset if someone would say something negative about us, which I suppose yeah. you know, most
0: fathers do, I guess. It's just an unbelievable era, Mark, where, where you played. I mean, there's there's a great scorecard in the tea room at what the formerly known uh, Bar Oval, which is of course now Glen McGrath Oval. Uh, the 95 mm. 96 first grade final. Just the people who were playing in that game. I mean, Bankstown had all four wars: David Freeman, Wayne Holdsworth, and Nathan Bracken, all for Bankstown. Sutherland mm. had Glen McGrath, Stuart McGill, and Stuart Clark. I mean, it's an unbelievable first grade game. I mean, what are your memories of that
3: game? Yeah, they had a good pace attack, didn't they? Decent. Um, yeah. my memories uh oh, I think it was not long after the World Cup, uh, in India. And I scored mm. a heap of runs there and obviously we had a good side leading to that um you know, side. that, that mm. final. But uh, I think me and Stephen failed in both innings as mm. I think Dean and Danny outscored the, the two mm. you know, the two big guns. I remember mm. that, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um so I didn't make a lot of runs, but um, yeah, that's I mean, great quality players that a decent bowling attack, didn't they? With Clark and um, McGrath up front. Mm. So. Mm. Um, but I remember the, the younger was outscoring the summer.
2: wasn't that that particular <laughs> final? You can <laughs> score eight thousand Test runs, but still remember when your brothers get more runs <laughs> in a you. Great game, yeah, yeah, yeah. It never goes away. <laughs> I, I, Junior, I know you're a you're a leg man. I've seen you actually wear your bulldogs jersey on the balcony during an England Asher series um, back when rugby league was cricket's winter mm. sport in the, in the days of safety, but. Um, mm-hmm. Just stay with me on this one. Like a few years ago, Queensland half Cooper Cronk was recalling some match-winning moment of his or other, and, and his quote was to be brutally honest. I was in a state of grace at that particular moment. There was no noise in my head whatsoever. In every sinew of my body came together one perfect whole. I began to realise that when we we're being completely free of our own expectations, the body extends into its natural form without impediment, and things just happen. I just wondered if you ever felt the same way about whipping
3: one off your pads. <laughs> is that, that call cool, cool being in the zone? Is it? That's it's it. Not like that. <laughs> More more um, complicated way of saying you're in the zone <laughs> Yeah Yeah, I guess uh, look, well, You just do what's natural, don't you? When you're playing well You go there and enjoy yourself on um, And it just falls into place um, But yeah, whipping it off the pads Was a natural shot for me it's Probably because of our um, backyard um, You know, the, the dimensions of our backyard cricket There was a bit of a slope on the pitch And you know, you used to sort of hit with the slope sometimes So um, Yeah, look God, I think I could play on the offside as well. Don't like that. But the leg side was sort of my sort of trademark shot. So it sort of was my strength and weakness. I got out a few times trying to whip one from off peg through the offside and i do the leg side and i get bowled or LBW. So but, uh, it was sort of a natural shot for me. And I guess it, you know, it's a good looking shot if you can happen, happen in the middle of the ball. Not so good if you miss it and you plumb in front of LBW. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the game, mate. Yeah. The it's, I goes.
2: actually, I, I, I disagree. So it still did look good, even if you got
3: out doing yeah. it. But anyway, that, yeah. and that's a compliment. Well, that's uh, right. I mean. He- if you can't be a cricketer, at least you know look, look
2: like one. My yeah. mum used to say. So yeah, if you're going to if you're going to make a low score, make a good looking low score. Yeah. Well said. Uh, I'm not sure if you're across Robelinder two on YouTube Junior, but uh, he's got an archive of just about every cricket match from the 70s or so onwards. And mm. one of his most watched clips is of you facing Shane Warne at the SCG mm. 98. Mm. Uh mm. are Wales well Victoria. You're dispatching him to all parts, of course. Um, if yeah. there was one sort of Robelinder two clip you could watch of yourself batting any innings, any age, any match, uh, which innings would it be? Uh, and why?
3: Oh, well, I, I, I do know what you're talking about. I've, I've watched a few, that clip a few times, a little bits and pieces of it, but oh, I think if I had to do one, it'd be my test to do in, uh, in Adelaide against England. I mean, I've, I've turned off the 100, and only got 100 in a session, and um, I think just about, without boasting, every ball hit the middle of the bat. So I was okay. definitely in the zone that day. Mm. That day. and um, So I'd say pure um, ball striking, and obviously first test is a a reasonably big occasion for a, for a player. Um, I'd say that would be the, the one innings that sort of, you know, sticks in my mind, um, you know, throughout my career. Well,
0: I want to thank you, Mark, for taking this interview because it gave me the opportunity to um, re- to, you- to research on YouTube, you know, Mark Waugh's greatest catches, And my God, there yeah. are some absolute screamers in there. I don't know how you catch a ball and look good while taking a catch, but I want to ask, like, is theres there <laughs> – is there one where you think about, you know, late at night, you know, just by yourself in the shower maybe, you know, there's yeah. like the, is it Inzamam at Hobart off Warn mm. or, yeah. or um, you know, World Cup final against Pakistan at Lords, second slip, mm. uh, you know, Chris yeah. Cairns at the, WACA. That's, the WACA, that's WACA, that's a screamer.
3: that's yeah. I mean, is, is there one? Yeah. Um, well, those are all good catches. And obviously the World Cup one mm. sort of sticks in a lot of people's mind because it's a big occasion. And sure. It's a good catch too. Um, but the best catch I took that I rate, I was at Headingly off poor rifle. I was at second slip, and Alex Stewart played it. It was quite a full ball, and it was sort of a late cut. And he hit it real hard and real low to my right, and I dived, and it just went straight in the middle of my hand. Um, And sometimes it's a bit of a fluke, but you don't say that. But I I think that was the best catch I ever took, just because it was so quick and so low. And um, yeah, yeah, I think that was the best catch. Yeah, there's some other ones that look better. You know, when you pull in pull out the big dive and hold his own to the ground. But I think that was technically and as far as difficult, the best best catch I took. Awesome.
2: Junior, as we go to air, there's a lot of talk about Will Pekofsky's emergence, uh, two enormous scores on the trot. He looks good. Uh Many forget you scored 7,000 uh, first-class runs before you were called up to the test side. Uh, with your selectors hat on, you know what, what are you looking for when you're assessing whether or not a young batsman uh, gets a go in, in, in the test side? Is it how he looks? Is, is it the way he scores his runs? How many he scores? Uh, and, and would you pick
3: Pekofsky in the 11? Well, I think all that's it's obviously your technique and... How you score your runs and who's it against—all those sorts of things. But I'm I picking him out for sure. I mean, he, we know he's talented. He's had a few mental health issues, but geez, it'd be hard not to pick him now. He just—he's made 255. He's just about probably to make another double hundred as well. If you're ever going to pick someone, they're going to be in a good headspace mentally now. So, you know, I just think he's the ideal player. You know, we've got to. A couple of guys in that top six, probably Joe Burns and Matthew Wade, haven't quite, you know, done enough to keep the other players at bay. They've opened the door. So I'd, I'd pick him for sure in the first test, um, probably open the batting with him um, in place of Joe Burns. So I just think he's... Great talent, got a great simple technique, and he's playing with confidence. So they're all the ingredients you'd need to pick someone. So yeah, put him in. I reckon. Let him. Let him go. Well, we saw uh, just recently as well that uh, him and
0: Demarcus Harris, um, you know, passed he, yours and Steve's record partnership. You know, four hundred and sixty-six back of the way. Yeah. So, I mean, how many would how many would you you and Steve have scored? You know, had you been playing on Park Twenty Five?
3: Well, if they let us keep batting, we probably would have made another four hundred. <laughs> We'd made eight hundred and sixty-four. <laughs> I think Stephen was thirty actually I think it might have been Jeff Lawson declared on it um, but yeah I mean ours was against a proper bowling attack at the Whacker. these blokes were playing club ground weren't they, <laughs> <laughs> and they can, no it was a great achievement great achievement great achievement by Marcus Harrison yeah. and, and uh, Will yeah, yeah. Yeah. You often, it's not very often you get the chance to bat that long together, mm. I suppose, mm. in four-day cricket. So, mm. um, but good on. By the way, this was supposed to go ten minutes. Is interview. So we nearly done. Just quietly, yeah. You, you, you reeled me in there, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, good on them for beating us, but
2: I reckon we could have probably got another cup lunch, but anyway, Last one, Junior. Uh, There's been a lot written and said about the evolution of Australia's cricket culture. You know, as far as we can see, back in the day, you know, it was about playing hard and aggressive, partying pretty hard and getting on with it. You know, now blokes play hard, Hmm. but the the chat's very PG on the ground. You know, Tim Payne's talking about babysitting, Rishabh Pan's stuff. (laughs) There's earthing before the game. Half the Aussie team have invested thousands into their teeth, you know, or into Botox. (laughs) do, do, Do you think these are positive developments? (laughs)
3: there's <laughs> no doubt the no doubt the game's changed, and I you know I, I think sometimes when I watch any sport these days, it's just a bit sterile. There's so many rules and regulations in place, and you know there's you know there's so many political things you can and can't say, so I think it's you know the players are just doing what they're allowed to do i mean they'd probably love to be a bit more loose and a bit freer, like in our era or or even before my era, but it is what it is um you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think there's still a bit of room for the larrikin in sport, but um, you have just got to be so careful. So, yeah, if, you, if you're going to sledge someone, it's got to be it's got to be sort of very clever. I think Tim Payne's pretty good at it, to be honest. Uh, you know, I think he doesn't cross the line, but he's occasionally he'll, he'll have a little chirp there. So, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're out in the field for six hours. That's the thing with cricket; you're out there for so long. You know, it's hard not to you know keep your mouth shut all day, isn't it? So, yeah. I think it's part of the game as long as it doesn't cross the line. But um, you know, the days of you know some of our guys, what we we got up to, you know, they're long gone. It's just the game's changed. Um, so you got to just um, you know watch it and and think um, you know just appreciate the cricket rather than the, than the chit chat and some of the larrikin behaviour. That's right, Junior. And uh, Look, we've
2: overstayed our welcome on the chat. Maybe next time we'll chat, hmm. we can talk about what was said in the cordon back then because I'll, <laughs> I'll give a lot. Um, but that's if there is a next time. Thanks so much for, for your time today, mate. Really appreciate right it. All right,
3: guys. No problem. Good on you.
0: Pez, of course, none of this would be possible without our best friends, Budgie Smuggler at budgiesmuggler.com. Uh, now, of course, everyone knows, use the code CHAMP at checkout for free shipping. Christmas is around the corner, and they'll sort you out with all sorts. And the weather's getting hotter now.
2: Like around the country, I mean, I think most people in Australia have had hot weather for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, but
0: de- well, the heat I- wave so the heat, the heat weave and the heat yeah. wave, they're two separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can I mean, it's come a little bit earlier. Yeah, uh, But that's how things are going these days. But that's when you start seeing budget smuggler around,
2: and you know, not without good reason. Mm. Uh, and they can sort you out, whatever you want. Yeah, Sure. Standard smugglers, you and you want. can design what you want on them. That's true new as customs. well. But there's also got some designs of their own as well. They have mm-hmm. their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, words are good today. Mm. Uh, but they come in at the ten and twenty dollar range as well. If you're looking for a little Secret Santa gift,
0: yeah, a little Chris Kringle, a
2: little Chris Kringle, if you will, mm. and I know you will. I know I will. Uh, this week he goes look. You know, and people are always looking for their design ideas. People always write into us, as you know. Yeah. Uh, Say, you know, they could say whatever they want. They could do an RSTGC, they could, um, you know, express a view on current affairs in cricket, Uh, David Warner's injury, et cetera. Um, Here's a part of my friend, They often write in. Just um, with suggestions for des- oh, wanting suggestions for design ideas for mm-hmm. Budgie Boys. I don't know what th- I don't know what to put on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we often like to go to the news and what's going on. Obviously, the big news in Australia, uh, politically speaking, was um, Scott Morrison being absolutely trolled and baited by China yep. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, put putting a little meme out there from the. Um, yeah. to we get what we say here because we got hacked today. The um, yeah. they putting their little meme out there, and you know the uh, the you know the foreign foreign team at China just, just saying that. Of war crimes there,
0: Australia. <laughs> a Couple of war crimes there, boys. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. So, so you maybe just the Chinese flag. Yeah. Well I'm just
2: trying to I'm just trying to think of uh some of the biggest you know, sort of examples of trolling in cricket that you might want to you know stick on your old budget. Well I for one there. welcome
0: our new overlords. Yeah. And uh I'm not down. <laughs> I think a
2: couple of our politicians have um, welcomed our new overlords yeah, for that's, quite a while. That's
0: true. That's scary man. we yeah. got some stuff. Yeah. The yeah, spy- there's no, going on? The spies here, fuck yeah there are. Yeah. Oh definitely uh, yeah. yeah, maybe on yeah. the studio, I don't know. Yeah.
2: I got a mate. I think's a spy. Yeah. yeah, it's a separate issue. Yeah,
0: looks for the government. Yeah. If I go anywhere, <laughs> well, be good. Use the code get a few so <laughs> to get Pez back, or champ. Use the yeah. code champ at checkout to get Pez back.
2: Any other trolling uh, you can think of in cricket? Yet,
0: yeah, I think like a troll, for instance, like now if you're at point or gully and you get thrown the ball, so you know it's a hot yeah. day, yeah. you're just getting around the field you know, haven't touched the ball in about half an hour, and you think, fucking, I just want to, I just want to feel like I'm here. I want to be seen. Mm. You're feeling it cover, the ball. Is in, is in Gully's hands and he throws it seam up all the yeah. way to mid off. He sees mm. you waving your arms. Mm. Can, I, can I touch the ball, guys? Can, no. No. I throw it to Robbo at mid off. Mm. That's a troll. Throwing it over who, someone's head at cover. You skip a knee cover, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. If you're in a game where point asks for the ball on the way back to the bowler, you're playing um, a very low level of cricket. Let's say, say that again. Yeah, see, so this is even registered with you, um, rightly so. What if? If if the ball's travelling back to the bowler, yeah. right? it's gone to the keeper. Yeah. And Point wants to get in on the action. Oh, Fuck off. Exactly. exactly. I'm is. insulted. I actually walk off the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had this chat with yeah. my wife. We finally cricket resumes in Melbourne and there was a lot of cricket on the local park and we mm. took the took the boys up and the, the mm-hmm. dog and mm. Tori oh, came up. <laughs> I had to put Flo, the dog, on the lead, mm-hmm. uh, because I didn't want him to run on the, the ground. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, just you can run on the ground. I'm like, No, he can't, Tori. It's that's cricket ground. She's like well, and you just went into the standard oh, conversation. Yeah, she, she's like, yeah. "It's how bark too." I'm like, "You yeah, yeah. can't run on the field while cricket's going on." Anyway,
0: yeah,
2: I don't know if there's paraphernalia for dogs from budgie Smuggler. We've paid our
0: rates. Yeah, I've been troubled by pay many out. times by many locals just walking through, like that guy at uh, Balmoral that day. Yeah. With his boat shoes were in the fucking AFR or whatever. Oh, his polo, slick back hair, straight from his Hamptons lounge. Man, I'd kill for that confidence. Just maybe <laughs> one day, <laughs> just walking through just third slip. Yeah. The fuck you doing? <laughs> what are you gonna do, boys? Good luck on the weekend. Anyway, these are all like all these little images, little flashpoints right. could be. And uses, themes, yeah, little motifs. Things, motifs, if you will. And I will. Um where can we find this, Pez? BudgieSmuggler.com.
2: And our dear friends are back this week, he goes. Yeah. They come around once a month, and yeah. we've enjoyed uh them. And you know why? Because as with Budgie Smuggler, we are believers in these products. We only sprook products
0: we believe in. Famous <laughs> <laughs> last words. Yeah. Uh
2: but this is true. This is true gear. Well,
0: if I wouldn't believe in this product, I'd be, well, I, I'm taking my life my own hands, yeah, basically. Good point. Who are we talking about here, Pez? We're talking about Manscaped. We're talking about Manscaped. Yeah. Great friends of our show. Yes, they have been very good friends. Who, so much so, they keep sending us merch. Yeah. And now I have like, i got too many fucking, i got too many Manscaped. There's no Mans. excuse for you not to be scaped. Yes, that's true. Mm, as a man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, They're back home they, on the weekend. Let me tell you, I was aerodynamic. We're talking in the past about the
2: lawnmower three that'll just, the that'll bus. sort you out around yeah. the you know, with your hair around the genital area. Yes. You know? And let's face it, no one wants to talk about it, but everyone wants it escaped. What else are you gonna do? Take to it with some fucking scissors yeah. that it might even be from your kitchen or something. Gotta tell, got, got tell you lads out there. <laughs> it is. What you, but what other choices have we had in the past as men around that? It's sort of like, how do you get it done? What are you in the shower? or are you cleaning up your hair after that? Manscaped. Yeah. There's a clipper for it. Yeah. That's in your lawnmower 3.0. But guess what? They've got the performance package now. that's are throwing in an ear and
0: nose hair trimmer. What's that called, Pez? Performance package. I think it's <laughs> called it's called the weed whacker. Of course, it's called the weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, like lots of talk about Pfizer man, and uh, getting, Moderna, man. whatever yeah, the other yeah, one is, there the is the Oxford Chat. Yeah. You know, the vaccine yeah. the to, rid the, to rid to the, rid the the world of a pandemic. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Of the of the of the curse of the penguin, mm. uh, as a friend of Batuta once uh, coined it. Um, and so people are out there, you know, summer's around the corner here, people are out again, they're meeting, they're yeah. meeting in bars, yeah, they're, greeting. they're meeting in parks, they're reverse right. dogging, Yeah, you know? And so you've got to be prepared for that stuff. Yeah, Christmas is here.
2: It's getting hotter.
0: You I can't think, be carrying excess hair around either. I've got to tell you, mate, like yeah. this is not just, this shouldn't just be a private purchase for yeah. the man. I think, I mean, you know, many females listen to this show and they've got mm. a little, little special someone in their life. I think that's a great that's present. Something about I think it's a great present.
2: Yeah, and so you've got the ear and nose uh, hair trimmer. Uh, As a man who is, like all of us, uh, ageing, getting older, you start getting hair in a few of those unwanted places. Mm -hmm. And again, I found their weed whacker to be absolutely uh, superb in terms of getting rid of that ear and nose hair, which is something that I experienced.
0: Now, they can use the code TJC at checkout, and they get 20% Mm -hmm. off.
2: They can also use the vanity URL. Yes, the vanity URL. Manscaped.com slash... Grade cricketer. Mm. If that doesn't work, try the grade cricketer.
0: Why do you use TGC at checkout?
2: Or use TGC at checkout. Oh, they've just got instructions for us. I'm just saying, whichever way you go on their website, just chuck in TGC or use that Fanny Euro. You're going to get 20% off. manscapes, making your hair look better. That's not their tagline. That's ours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. That
0: wasn't agreed. <laughs> yeah. There's hashtag TGC. We're here. Wonderful to speak to Mark War, A white whale. He's in the aquarium.
2: Yeah, some people suggested it wasn't a white whale. Believe you me, he was. He was a white whale. Don't it was yet. suggested it was a, sort of a tier two. It's like, mm. Mm. in fact, I saw in the comments people were like, now get Steve. I was like, mm. Mm. sorry, sweetie. Yeah. Done that twice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Get well soon. Yeah.
2: Now I'd get Steve. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's just bugs.
0: Um. Oh, yeah. White whale. Like one of my heroes. It would have been yours as well, I'm sure. Oh, my, my favorite. Um, Your hero. Of yeah. all time. Okay. Yeah. Ponting was mine. Yeah. Fair enough. Before Bradman. It was a good stick. Gary barley writes in, Dear Higgy Smalls and P-Unit, I'm a cricket tragic pom in my early 30s and I need some psychological help. <laughs> Why does that oh, it just, the same? Yeah. In my mid-teens, I played for two cricket teams. The first was my school team, who were beyond hopeless and made up of the kids who couldn't get into the other sports teams. Oh. Since I knew which end of the bat to hold and and what the LBW law was, I was something of a big fish in this admittedly tiny pond. I opened the batting and averaged well south of 20. We got tanked every week, but it didn't matter. We had fun. The other team I played for was a Sunday league side. I was invited to turn up uh, for training by a friend of my dad's who heard that I played a bit of cricket. In this slightly larger pond, I was quickly outed as the worst player they'd ever seen and was regularly outford whilst being too young and naive to really understand what was happening. I never got selected in this team and on more than one occasion turned up to midweek nets to find that in the way match had been arranged and they had neglected to tell me. Cue awkward drives home with my dad. Mm. My other abiding memory of training is when the senior team coach turned up and watched me bowl some floaty pies to another lad and get pumped back over my head over and over again to a chorus of giggles. The coach stopped me and told me that I had a nice off-spinners action and to try rolling my fingers over. He then walked off and didn't bother watching the results. (laughs) They were the same. Hmm. I later learned that his advice was just code for, you're fucking chucking it, mate. Hmm. During the second season... In this ritual humiliation, my school team was drawn in the local cup competition against a school where most of my club team players went. I knew that most of them would be playing and I seized upon the opportunity to prove to them that I wasn't completely useless. I opened the batting as per and quickly found a pretty good rhythm. I was hitting the ball cleanly and moved to a chanceless 20 odd, Mm. even managing to find a few boundaries. I was buzzing and starting to prove my doubters wrong. It was then that I confidently pushed one of my club team's quicks into the offside and set off for a quick single, loudly calling yes as I went. I got over halfway down before realising that the lad at the other end hadn't moved. I looked him dead in the eyes (laughs) and he just continued to obliviously lean on his bat. Instead of jogging on and running him out, I panicked and tried to get back to the striker's end and was run out on a marginal call by my own school's PE teacher. Cue chorus of laughs from the other team, acute embarrassment and another heavy defeat. Fast forward nearly 20 years. I have a solid job in the NHS with a gorgeous long-term partner and two great kids. The lad who ran me out works in the pub near where I work. He's a decent bloke. He serves me drinks on a Friday after work and still lives with his parents. I've not played cricket since school and have no intention of ever playing again. My question is, why do I hate him? Why do I hate the nice guy who just happens to be crap at cricket and not or, and not at all the slightly more talented assholes on the other team? You're shamefully, Gary. P.S., Keep up the good work with the pod. Big fan. Gary, um,
2: firstly, yours, shamefully, is a wonderful way to win these letters and almost kind of applies to all of them. In fact, almost applies to this entire operation. Um, Yeah. Yours, shamefully. Thanks also for your work at the NHS. Yeah, yeah. Brother. Uh, Well, I want to answer your question. I want to answer it straight, Gary. You hate this bloke because he denied you the chance to get one over your slightly more talented arsehole, um, arsehole teammates. Yeah. You know, whereas you already knew you, and you're wondering why do I not like you know hate them more? You already knew they were assholes. These Mm. blokes, Mm. you knew that. Mm. You didn't know that the pub guy, the eventual pub guy, would betray you like this. Mm. When you talk about leaning on the bat and him looking you dead in the eyes or with dead eyes, yeah, we all know what you mean. You know, like I'm imagining he's got one leg crossed over the other, resting on his bat like Mark Taylor, you know, Mm. at the (laughs) non-striker's end, (laughs) pre-quick single eras, yeah. Uh, and, you know, while he might have, like, he may have been, you know, just bad at cricket, like it's the manner of just waiting there that grates. For example, let's say in the same situation, pub guy, eventual pub guy, mm. takes off. He has a crack at the single and, he, and maybe he hesitates or he doesn't know, but he, he's at least responded to your call. Mm-hmm. He's acknowledged that this is what you want to do, pushing mm. one into the offside. Now, I'm presuming it's in front of the wicket. The change of things if it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah but see. you've made a call. Yeah, you've made a call. And it's it's the it's just the sheer disrespect and disregard mm. of no response. He's oblivious. Your your action has meant absolutely nothing to mm. him. Maybe low IQ from him. I, I don't know. Off mm. with the pixies, mm. um, you know. But if he take tries to take off in good faith, you know, you appreciate his intent. <laughs> it's the way he happily sacrificed you and yeah. your dignity. So brutal, so dead eyed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're right to have mixed negative feelings about him. Yeah. Perhaps it's salvageable over a beer, though. And he may say, "I have no
0: recollection of that." Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. um, And uh, and it looks as though you're doing quite well anyway. He may say, I, I get this all the time, but I'm mistaken for someone else. <laughs> you may say, mate, there's no fucking running it. Get <laughs> <laughs> back in your fucking crease, champ. You might say. He, you may, he, may, he may say, say that. that. He may that say
2: but that. that's my that's why I think Gary hates him. Yeah, it's a yeah, manner of not he responding he to He wanted to be
0: seen. That, that's what all these he, questions are. I wanted to be seen. I want to be seen. I want to be seen. Yeah. Recognise me, love me, yeah. daddy. If they hesitate, mix up, and you know you are a bit of a goose. As Gary, already got the recognition. NHS, they're out in the streets, they're clapping. But that's not what he wants. And we've de-
2: we've dealt with this on other shows. You can mm. get, you could you could solve COVID if you don't get that cricket recognition. Mm. That's
0: going to burn forever if that's your thing. Mm. You know, especially the guy non-striker and was behind the umpire. It was real deep in his crease. Never back up. So <laughs> <laughs> He turned his back on him. <laughs> That's the ultimate disrespect. Practising his four defence. his back on it. Yeah, him. yeah, <laughs> yeah <he's> shadow <shadow-banging. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> When the Lord say, mate. Even the last bully
2: over, he just didn't want to run. Yes. Oh, yeah, um, go on, then. Anonymous
0: writes in. Might need some help with it. Dear H- Higgs Boson. Higgs Boson. Higgs Boson. It's the, it's the particle they used. Fuck, what was that about? I get it all the time. Uh, Higgs Boson was the... Um, this is science stuff. Yeah, it's the, uh, the, the, the particle they found to prove gravity or some shit. Wow. Oh, fuck. Um, it was quite a recent discovery. Okay. Um, now, Normal. stay with me because I've got the internet. Normal pod. Um, Higgs boson. Yeah, Higgs boson. Okay, the Higgs boson. Particles like the photon that do not interact with it are left with no mass <laughs> at all.
1: Uh, oh,
0: okay. It's an elementary particle in the standard model of particle physics produced yeah. by the quantum excitation of the Higgs field, yep. one of the fields... In particle physics theory, so that clears that up
2: Yep Okay, so your little particle there
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dear Higgs boson and
0: Perlinmeyer flask Oh, it's called the god particle, Higgs boson <laughs> What's a Perlinmeyer flask? Ah, oh, fuck me, I don't know <laughs> Well,
2: let's just see, you know, people are waiting now Perlinmeyer flask, well, an Erlenmeyer flask That's probably is. also known as a conical flask uh, Or a titration flask, titration mm-hmm is a type of laboratory flask which features a flat bottom, a conical mm. body, and a cylindrical neck. Yeah, that's me. Mm. Um Anyway, this question involves my place of employment, so please leave this as anonymous. I write today in the hope that once again the answer to one of life's great conundrums can be found in the game of cricket. Mm-hmm. A game that has been around for so long, the earliest evidence of the existing of its of, of the existence is from a court case in the late sixteenth century England, from the testimony of a fifty nine year old coroner, John Derrick, who gave witness that and this is the quote, being a scholar in the free school of Guilford He and diverse of his fellows did run and play there at cricket and other plays.
1: <laughs> Fuck.
2: That's medieval shit. No, really. The question is about my project manager and my place of employment (laughs) and his constant attempts at alpha type Uh behaviour. Every time he walks into the room, he greets us with a loud, what are you's doing or what the fuck is going on here? This in itself is reasonably innocuous. However, it gets worse. He constantly looks over my shoulder at whatever I'm working on, provides unhelpful commentary purely for entertainment purposes and dominates conversations. But wait, there's more. All of this would be perfectly fine for me and I'm more than happy to go along with his hashtag bands as I've told him to fuck off more than once. <laughs> Much to his amusement. The bit that really guessed to me is his choice of greeting reserved only for me. Get a big fella. Mm. For reference, I'm thirty years old, six foot three and one hundred kilograms. Brackets hundred and four lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> so he's throwing it down there as well, yeah? To my mind, Big Fella is something dads say to kids slash teenagers, and I just can't seem to get past this. The project manager is in his late 30s and has kids of his own, so I can only presume it's a habit he has picked up and he's now getting some mileage out of in the workplace. Mm. In light of recent trends towards everything in life being a dichotomy, I feel I have two options. Do I A, reciprocate his usage of Big Fella with excessive and gratuitous champing in an attempt to show my distaste in a light hearted but still serious way? B, ignore and accept my lot in life and move on from this childish annoyance I've created for myself? Realizing that all in all, my project manager is a pretty darn good blog and I should be grateful.
0: Thoughts? Anonymous. Well, I wouldn't bother with B Pez because, I mean, this is the dog eat dog world of mm. project management, which I presume involves some sort of construction work. This is the most manliest men environment that you mm. could get. It we- could be anything with project manager, it could be across anything. <laughs> In my mind, it was construction, but maybe it's because well, so
2: is, it could be engineering. There's a lot of science at the top of the the intro as well. I you
0: got okay, oh, okay. I'm revealing. I'm handing in my. I'm handing in my man card here because, like, engineering and construction, I know they're different things. But I, in my in my world of you know creativity and tweets, oh, oh. that that engineering and construction are um, buggy. Well, no, I suppose they just go a bit more hand in hand. Like, if you're engineering something, mm. am I wrong in saying that? No, I think that I think the stats would bear that out. It's
2: probably a lot of efforts out there to ensure there are more women in those
0: fields. We were talking about this yesterday. Like, um, now that I think about it, of like, oh, I, I'm not practical. I'm not a practical person. I can't build shit. No, you're not. I'm not fucking, you know. It, it, I need a man around the house, basically, if something needs to get done, I'm I'm going to the air tasker yep. and getting the man in the house. Amen. I'm exactly the same. You, um, I'll get the Wi-Fi
2: going. Oh yeah. There's never any cred given to that huh. get the next door neighbor to come to no. a bit of guttering around the house. Yeah. And I was like, you know, Mrs. Yeah. Can't Get the Internet Going. Who, yeah. who sorts that out? Why don't I get man cred for that? What's going on with the print-up? Get me in. Exactly. Get me in. You know, TV's not working. Bang. <laughs> fucking Matrix. <laughs> 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 Try help, help.
0: I'm fucking Goodwill Hunting. Help me work out with this tweet. I think instead of champing, yeah. um, to answer Anonymous' question, I'd go with... Um, here he is it's the great man, great man yeah um, as that's a, yeah. as a subtle, gateway subtle that's a gateway into the champ if required yeah. i mean it's more subtle and I think he'll i think he I think he'll think that he's being called a great man, you know, not to be confused obviously Alexander But he'll wonder about it he'll, he'll, he'll still give it a double text but hm what's that? that's incongruous to well, he also might think he's been referred to as Alexander the Great um, who obviously spread great culture in the largest empire in the history of the world he might think that, but your colleagues will know <laughs> Your colleagues will know that you're subtly champing him. You're just slipping it in there. Here he is. Oh,
2: hey, that's a great man. That's yeah, a great man. Ah, oh, of course. Yes. I'm being referred to as Alexander the Great. <laughs> <laughs> spread, spread green culture. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Did I? He might. Did a BMI calculator. Did you, mate? On um, Sorry. Anonymous here. His BMI is not that bad at that height not great but it's not that bad i'm just thinking about oh, it. i thought you fucking looked him up he gave the stats yeah, yeah. stats i, just, I sort mean, jumped on i jumped on the bmi calculator yeah, was, it's not okay. that bad um no nah, six three and a hundred six six three, six six three and a buck yeah 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 a, yeah. a dollar <laughs> buck buck four
1: <laughs> but, but
2: big fella is big fella is in the yeah. family of condescending language where champ sits as sovereign, obviously. That's champ, sovereign. Champ, champ is emperor. Yes, of that. And then that There's the a family underneath. It's, yes. a, it's an arrow, Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, so at six six foot three, anonymous is always going to be big. So he's always going to be able to lean on, like you know, being like, oh, look, I'm I'm big. Mm. But I'd say, yeah, like he needs to start a passive language war with his boss. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. neither of them acknowledge it, but both know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But not quite know what's going on. As in, you know, you call me great man. Is he sledging me or is he calling me Alexander yeah, 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 yeah. Great? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I was going to say, the staples will work well. You know, maybe not champ, but maybe champion here and there. You know, yeah. bud, chief, matey. tough one, matey.
0: Yeah, tough one for your boss though, isn't it? Tough one to call your boss champ. I think you ought to slip into some like some congruous like just under the radar. That's the way you say it as well. Yeah, I guess I mean, it is. Joe Costa writes in, He says, dear he gigolo um gigolo, i presume and the lad boys <laughs> <laughs> it's not even in the letter <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah last week all my mates were sitting around the table reminiscing on our year 12 first 11 season the topic moved to The topic moved to worst net bowler. One of my oldest and dearest friends who played twos attempted to contribute pleasantly to the discussion without moving an inch of my face or turning my body to look at my mate. I snapped. I don't remember bowling at you. Ones didn't practice on Astro. My mates were in hysterics. When I snapped out of my trance and came to my senses, I felt terrible. I could see the pain in my best friend's eyes. Great cricket has fucked me at this rate. How long do I have until I've pissed away all friendships and spend my time mowing outfields with my only companion, a little fluffy dog. I'm 20. On another note, are you guys collecting royalties on sextillion seventh power as it is clearly a ripoff <laughs> of chop king cologne? Love the content guys,
2: Joe. Uh, yeah, Joe,
0: unfortunately it'll never go away. Uh, that will remain forever
2: as a result of your time mm-hmm. uh, playing at that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's a few ways you can go about it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you want to get rid of it, you need to admit you have a problem. You're powerless to the addiction and go from there. Yeah. But, but also understand, you know, you are not your thoughts. We've talked about that before. You're not your thoughts just because they come into your head and you can say it doesn't mean that's who you are. You know, like Headspace is a good app yeah. for meditation. Yeah. If you a little bit of mindfulness of what's jumping through sure. your head, you know, let the thought come, recognize it, mm-hmm. see it, let it drift away. Mm-hmm. Let it drift away on the water there. Um, but, yeah, some you know, of course, you've got you've got to guard against those times when you black out and um, say these heinous things to people. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And, and it's bad. He goes and I – I mean, mate, our – our whole uh conversational like culture away from this podcast is just talking like that to each other. But yeah. it, it, it goes really far, like yeah. like you know, like giving you, you know, you'll do something nice, like you open the door for me or something, I'm like, Oh, you open the door for me, eh? <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm going through that. you done you've done that for me. Thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah, or yeah. like the, earlier today, yeah. I had a sandwich in your house, and you said, oh, "Do you want a plate?" I'm like, yeah, you could get that plate, bring it over. Yeah, bring yeah. that
0: plate over to me. Yeah, yeah. Bring, it is, here. bring bring it, here. Bring it yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, it's all healthy stuff. Yeah, really good. Pez, this is another installment. I thought of um, here is what I am really communicating. Yes. Um, and what um, Joe is really communicating is disdain for your friend attempting to attach himself to your success and abilities. Um, I feel like it's a it's a reason why like professional cricketers don't like. They don't like the clubbies. They don't like the journalists telling him, here's why you're shit. Here's what you've done wrong. Here's what you should have done. Because they're like, mate, you can't fucking catch.
2: <laughs> yeah, go on, do the
0: catch test. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, quick. Catch it. You remember um, when Chris Rock was on um, Triple J Breakfast and he was talking to Matt O'Kine? Yes. And then um, um, he was, uh, Chris Rock asked Matt O'Kine if um, if he,
3: if Thought his standup was, was any
0: good. Yeah. And he, and Matt said, yeah, I'm really good. And um, Chris Rock's reply was, I play basketball. When I say Jordan, I, so- I don't say I can play. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chris, like Rock, <laughs> then Chris Rock tells the producer to, like, pull up his stand-up and he's watching it. And, like, and then Chris Rock's reaction to it was, "Um, oh, it's cute. <sighs> that's harsh, One man. of the all-time, like, yeah, just savage, alpha. savage alpha burns, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you know, that's what – so his friend is trying to attach himself to Joe's – you know, once and he's like, mm. Mate, you weren't good enough. Mm. I don't remember you've been part of this.
2: I like that he it was really involuntary though. He just blacked out and just yeah. smashed him to the amusement yeah. of his friends. He's like, oh, I don't even want to be this person, but it's too easy. He's
0: twenty and he says gray cricket's fucked him. He's playing the school first eleven. Yeah. So he's played you're, one you're, he's played one or two years ago. You're of done cricket. by 20 21, done. cooked, gray
2: cricket. You're yeah. you're mentally done. Damn over man. It's gone. Yeah. It's like exposure to the sun. You let it go 15 minutes, 20, you're gone. Certain type of pigment in your skin. Yeah. Same with certain brains in grade cricket. Yeah. You know? It's like screen time for kids.
0: Grade cricket is your brain in trauma. They still haven't
2: done all the reports into it, but the, the early signs that it's not good for you. Mm.
0: There's going to be government ads this year instead of yeah, tanning your skin cells in trauma. Grade cricket is your brain in trauma. That's what they're going to say this year. You'll hear that on the ads. Mm.
2: This is a celebration of that as we, it's keep, a getting,
0: celebration. As we keep getting asked. To. It's a celebration,
2: yeah. Just make sure you celebrate us. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you very much to Mark Junior Wall for joining the show. It's a pleasure. Uh, thank you to Sam Perry. It's nice. Thank you to everyone out there listening. We'll snip it for your your Patreon subscribers on Thursday, and then hashtag Ask, ask, ask <laughs> TJC Fridays. Fuck, just a little dose of I'm See you guys next week. What do you do for work? <laughs>